Hi, my name is Shalene Johnson. And I'm Brett Johnson. And we are the co-founders of the Marketing Impact Academy, as well as partners in life and in business. Together, we have built several seven and even eight figure businesses. We've built and sold businesses. We've been at below zero before. We know what it feels like to be in debt. We've been at one point half a million dollars in debt. Mm -hmm. We know what it feels like to start a business. We know what it feels like to close a business. We know what it feels like to sell a business. To transition businesses, pivot from different businesses, ideas, adjust, adapt. We've done a ton in the last 20 years of business, gone through a, a bunch, ups and downs. So the first thing we want to tell you is what we're going to talk about today. This is really specifically for anyone who is an entrepreneur, a business owner. You've recently started a business. You have a business. You have a physical business, an online business. You're a independent contractor. Can um, I give a really easy definition? Sure. You sign the front of the check. There you go. <laughs> if you sign the front of the check and you have under 500 100. employees, you need to be here. If you are not one of those things, you might want to return to the webinar we'll be doing this evening that's specifically for those of you who are employees or who have been recently laid off or you anticipate you could be laid off, but you you have a job in other words. We're here to serve you and here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to break down the CARES Act and how that impacts you, whether you are in business for yourself, again, any one of those things that we just mentioned. We're going to talk about what it takes to qualify for that, what it means to qualify and maintain it as basically forgiven debt as a grant, what it looks like if you have to transition it into a loan. We're going to talk about what we're doing in our business. We're going to be very transparent about that. But before we begin, I want to state that what we'll be sharing with you is based on the last five days of speaking with experts, consultants, people at Merrill Lynch. V of A experts at CNBC, accountants, CPAs, trusted people that gave us advice and also kind of interpreted the CARE Act for us and what it might be. That being said, right now, there are no documents to fill out. So right now, if somebody's telling you this is exactly the way it's going to be, it's a little bit speculation because the forms haven't been created yet. I literally just got off the phone when we were driving here with our B of A representative in Dallas. And he says that probably more than likely they're recreating the templates for the SBA loans and that they will be ready possibly Friday at the earliest and more likely than Monday, this coming up Monday. So a week from yesterday. We're going to go through everything that we have collected in terms of knowledge, not hearsay, However, we want to be very clear in stating that we are not responsible, nor are we giving you financial advice or business advice. We're sharing with you our best practices. We're sharing with you what we know. And much of it, to be completely honest, is based on speculation because they're still working out the details. So please know that you need to check with your individual advisor, your individual CPA. You are responsible for your own decisions. Anything that we're doing is based on us having a complete understanding and forecasting of where we're going to be, not eight weeks from now, but where we're going to be three years from now. We're making decisions that are future focused. The last thing I wanted to say is, I also know we have a lot of Marketing Impact Academy students. 
and you have a business or you've recently started a business or you haven't yet done that, we're going to address you specifically and what we're going to do for our Marketing Impact Academy members at the end of this. So first, we're going to go over everything that we can with regard to the CARES Act, the $2. trillion that's being immediately pumped into our the engine of our economy as small businesses. So please stay on if you are a Marketing Impact Academy student. But first, we're going to speak generally to everybody. So the CARES Act, as you know, it basically went into or passed the House and the Senate as of Friday, $2.2 trillion meant to help monthly payroll. That's really the idea. The purpose behind the bill was to keep businesses whole, which is kind of funny because really what they're doing is giving you the ability to take care of payroll for, in essence, about eight weeks. But what it doesn't do is it's not giving you back your business, right? Sales still aren't coming in. In effect, our economy has been shut down. So this is a very important bill for many of you to consider, even if you have not yet been impacted. So let's talk about first eligibility. Yep. So out of that $2.2 trillion that they passed last, they allocated $350 billion for this portion of it, which is going to help small businesses. The number one rule is small business is defined by having less than 500 employees. That's the first thing you got to know. However, it also includes, there's eligibility for sole proprietors, independent contractors. And I'm going to refer to our notes because so much of this we've just learned. So also nonprofits with 501C are also eligible. So employees under 500, we already said that. And this is for anyone. You must have created your business prior to February 15th, 2020. So if you created it on March 1st, that's horrible, but you'll survive. All right. So that's who's eligible for it. So again, reach out to your CPA, reach out to your loan officer. It will be a lot clearer once they have the forms to fill out. Now, when we say LLC or S Corp, we're talking about this act helps employees. So if you have employees or you are an employee of that S Corp that you've designed, that's how it's going to apply. So it's not just, I have an LLC, I get to apply. You have to have employees within there. You have to have a 1099 people within there. If you are, let's say for instance, let's not say for instance, this is a fact. Shalina and I have a S Corp and an LLC. We are both paid as individual employees within that corporation. We will qualify for this, that, that portion of it. So it's not just, I have an LLC, I get to go ahead and use this. So to be perfectly clear, just to restate that, if you are paying yourself as an employee, we have a company and we pay ourselves as employees. If you've set your company up in that way, then there's a provision for you here because this is, is really been established to create payroll protection. It's about payroll protection. The ins and outs of that and how you will qualify, you're going to need to check, even if you are the only employee. Yes. Even if you are the only employee. Yep. That's correct. So first, let's talk about what you need to do in order to, I shouldn't say guarantee. It is recommended in order to maintain the grant once you apply for it. And as Brett mentioned in the beginning, they're not even yet able to take applications. But as soon as they are, the things that you'll need to do in order to have that stimulus be converted into a grant versus a loan. And you know what? 
you might want to convert it to a loan if you need to, but you might have to, but ideally you want to be able to take the stimulus package and maintain your grant status. In order to do that, you have to meet certain qualifications. This grant is set up to help you cover payroll, utilities, rent, mortgage, healthcare, as it relates to your employees. Okay. So, it's the whole purpose is to keep businesses whole in terms of your employees for approximately an eight-week period. In order to qualify for grant or forgiveness, if you will, listen very closely. So you must keep all employees. It's why it's really important right now to think very carefully before you do any layoffs. Number two, you must comply with all of their conditions. And we're not going to go over all of the conditions, but that's really important too. They're making it really easy for people to get this money. From what we understand, you will self-verify and self-comply. And they may check up on all, of course, they're going to check up on all that later. There'll be a checkup process to see if it is a grant or a loan. Right. But let's say you need to lay off five or six employees then that grant will convert into a loan. And it is estimated right now at what percent interest, a, interest rate? A 4% over 10 years. That's the estimate. Yeah. Also, and Brett's going to break down how they're calculating the amount in just a moment. But if you've already laid off employees, you want to check with your CPA. You want to look into the CARES Act yourself because there is speculation that you can bring back those employees within a period of time and using the stimulus to help keep them employed. So you want to look into that. A lot of this, again, as we've said, is, is not finalized, but it's based on very good sources that this is what we're looking at. So that's what it takes to qualify for it. That's what it takes if you want to make sure that you are able to maintain that money as a grant, basically a forgiven loan amount, loan amount, then you want to try to comply. Here's another thing you're able to do. You are able to reduce employees' salaries by up to 25% and still be eligible. Now think about this strategically. Let's say hypothetically, just for the sake of using easy numbers, you have four employees and because this package only covers employees who make under a hundred up to a hundred thousand, right? So if you have an employee who's making $150,000 a year, it only covers up to a hundred thousand of their pay. Let's say you have a couple of employees that are at 150 and you have a couple that are at 50 and you're thinking that you want to lay off someone who's at 150. What you might want to do is you might consider giving more than a few people a reduction or everybody a reduction, a temporary reduction, so that you don't have to lay anyone off. These are things you want to consider. Yeah. What this stimulus package is designed to do is to keep employees, to keep people on the payroll so that they're able to then pay for their rents and pay for food. So it keeps the economy. That's why it's called a stimulus package because they want everybody to participate and they don't want owners to lay off people. So they're giving a huge incentive for you not to do that. Right now, and this is what we're hearing. Remember, this is what we're hearing. We have not seen the actual application, nor I believe has anybody else. So you can reduce somebody's salary up to 25% and it would still be considered, falls under the guidelines of grant and not a loan. 
Correct. you understand that? So for instance, if you had a, somebody making $100,000 and you had to reduce their salary to $75,000 during this time and you applied for the, the loan, you would still be considered a grant because you, know, you didn't lay, lay them off, you didn't fire them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Someone asked if you have furloughed your employees, meaning you haven't laid them off, but you've stopped paying them, would you still qualify? It is our understanding that you will if there's just If you furloughed. bring them back. If you bring them back. Yes. yes. If you bring them back. Yes. And then the next question that I heard was, if you are a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, or S-Corp, LLC, whatever, and it's just you, would you be eligible? And to answer that question once and for all, only if you've set things up so that you are actually an employee of that entity. This is to cover employees. So in our corporation, we are employees of our corporation. So therefore, if it were just us, which it's not, but if it were just us, then we would be covered. But if you've set yourself up as an entity and you are not paying yourself as an employee, am I correct in understanding there, there's no coverage? No, because you haven't been paying taxes on yourself. You've been paying taxes at the end of the year as a 1099 employee, but not as a corporate or a, as business. Now, two other important facts. This one for sure that you guys can do right away. All business owners out there right now, this has been pretty consistent with all of our advisors is that what they're going to do is they're going to look back on a calendar year. Now, you remember what Shalene said, you've had to have started a business by February 15th, 2020 to qualify for this. What they're going to do is they're going to take the annual amount of money that you paid in salaries in 1099s, W-2s and 1099s from February 15th, 2019 through February 20th, 2020. That's kind of the look back calendar year that they're going to use to assess how much money they are going to pay you. Now, they're not going to pay you, and this is the part where I have not seen this yet, but they are not paying you the entire amount of what you paid in salaries. They're going to pay that less taxes. And that's where I do not know what less taxes it's going to be. It might be 20%. So like, for instance, if you have an employee that made $100,000 last year, they might only qual- you know, multiply that by 20%. That would be 80000 That's what the loan amount would be based off of. Now, the next step, once they have that number, once you have that number and you've loaded it, they will divide that number by 12, 12 months to give you a monthly average. So that's what their monthly average of to keep your business running. Then the loan, this is where the loan comes in, will multiply that monthly average by 2.5 times. And then that would give you the maximum from what I understand, because not everybody's going to get the maximum, the maximum of what your SBA loan would start at. Lots of questions from people asking if they don't qualify for this, are there other SBA loans likely to be available? And there likely are, especially at the SBA right now. And Steve Minucci, as I say his name? Minutia. 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 The secretary of the treasurer. There we go. <laughs> is really trying to relax all of the regulations, certifications, and ways to get money into the economy as quickly as possible. The best advice that we can give you is you need to have a relationship now with your banking institution because the line is forming. And the second word gets out, lines form. Let's talk about that for a moment. You know, there are facts, there are things that we see on the news and then we go, oh my gosh, this is horrible. But today, 
when we were watching, I don't remember what news program it was, they showed a line of, I think it was like 800 cars in the state of Pennsylvania, where they'd opened up a food bank, just three hours long of a line, people waiting to get food from a food bank. And that seems very alarming. But consider that if on any given day, before any of this happened, there was a story in the news that you could go someplace and get $50 worth of free food, the line would still be eight hours long. You see what I'm saying? Like people love free stuff. The line for SBA loans, the line for care package stimulus to your business is going to be equally long, even from companies, regrettably, who don't need help right now, which there aren't going to be many. My point is get in line early and start your relationship with your local banking executive or your local bank sooner than later. This is why right now this is changing by the minute because as of last Saturday when President Trump signed the bill, it was contact a SBA like bank. So a, a bank that qualifies to do SBA loans. It is now triggered into that they are figuring out that just SBA loan banks might not be able to take care of this $350 billion plan right. yeah. that they're already talking about expanding. expanding it to the local and small banks. So that's why this thing's changing so much. So for anybody to give you like concrete, like this is the way it's going to be right now is a little bit speculative and you just really have to just keep on top of it. And like Shaleen said, contact your bank. Mm-hmm. They'll know where to direct you. Yeah. It's an important time for us to all take deep breaths and just look at things from a future forecasting perspective. And that's what we want you to think about. I think too many people are looking ahead eight weeks and not eight months and not three years from now. Everything has changed. And that's not a statement to trigger fear or panic or, and it's not overstated. Nothing will be the same. Industries, complete industries have been decimated. They'll never come back. There's so many businesses that they could have survived eight weeks, 10 weeks without any business, but now they're going to come back and there's less money in the economy. So everyone has to think about how one thing links to another, links to another, links to another. You know, the best thing you can do, are you ready for this? Is to consider the worst case scenario, prepare for it, get ready to pivot, have four different ways that you can pivot. And then no matter what happens, you're like, that's cool. I already anticipated that. I thought that could happen and I have a plan in place. It's when we just cross our fingers and stay glued to the TV and get freaked out and worry about tomorrow instead of looking into the future that we get ourselves in a whole heap of trouble. You find yourself filled with anxiety and you're going to be in a very dangerous, risky position. You have to be ready to pivot. If you're not thinking about the, even the thing you're thinking about pivoting to, ask yourself, how might that be impacted? Everything has changed. Before we go on to that next thing, I think one last thing about clarity on the loan to make it a grant or a loan. Some of the things that the money, so let's say, for instance, we're done, we got the money, we got the loan, the SBA loan from the bank, right? What can you spend that on? So that's a huge right. part of it, like, right? Some of the things that you can spend that on are rent mortgage, obviously your employees, your healthcare, retirement, utilities, 
So there's going to be a list of things that that money's for. It's nobody's going on a cruise right now anytime soon. So it's not for a cruise, but it's for your business expenses. And from what I understand, the person that I've been dealing with the most regarding this is from B of A, which is an SBA loan. I got off the phone with him at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, one hour before this. And he was the one telling me that he still doesn't have all the information, but there's going to be a look back period, which is that eight weeks. And they will document what you use that money for. So there will be a tracking system of, I got $100,000 and that $100,000 was used for payroll, retirement, healthcare, utilities, things to keep the doors open is basically what it comes down to. Things to keep your business moving. Mm -hmm. All right. So someone asked, how do I keep my employees? How do I respond to them in this moment. And I can only share with you what we have done. And that is to be incredibly transparent. You know, I've talked to many friends and we went through the 2008 recession. We've talked to many friends who were laid off during that period of time who have a lot of resentment towards their employer who laid them off because their employer said, don't worry, we're going to take care of everyone. You're going to be fine. And they weren't fine. They ended up getting laid off. So one thing that we're not saying to our staff is that we're not going to lay you off. Nothing's going to change. We're telling them, be prepared. We're going to do everything in our power, but we're a team. We are a team. And right now, what matters most is value. You are doing yourself and this team, which is a family, a disservice. If you're being paid and you're not working around the clock to figure out how to keep us afloat, to figure out where we can pivot, to figure out how we can serve our people. If you're not looking every day at what you're supposed to be doing and saying and asking, having the wherewithal to say, is this what I should be working on? Because this doesn't seem relevant or important in this moment. How can I be of value and of service? If you're a contractor, if you are someone who serves clients and customers, now is the time to reach out to them and say to them, thank you for your business. Thank you for having, I'm going above and beyond for you right now. I'm, I'm not charging you my normally hour. I've reduced rates. I'm doing whatever I can to make it easy for you, not trying to like wait until I get mine. You're really thinking about everyone as your brothers and sisters. And we've told our team right now, more than ever, you have got to be incredibly valuable, not just to us, but to each other. This is not a time to rest and relax and go, gosh, I'm at home and all I can do is watch CNN and Fox News. Nope, you've got to be valuable. And for those people who have lost your clients, independent contractors, I would reach out to anyone who says, listen, I don't have the money right now to pay you or in forecasting, we want to put that project on hold. I would say to them, if you've got the ability, allow me to continue to give you that service for free during this time. You will not be forgotten. You will be the consultant. Mm -hmm the go-to person that they're going to bring back first. If I were to be laid off today, the first thing I would do is start looking for independent work. Actually, the first thing I would do is I would go to the person who laid me off and say, how can I work for you for free? And I'm also going to continue to try to serve other people so I can pay my bills. But I want to continue doing what I was doing for you for free because I understand what you're going through. The last thing you should be doing is being angry and frustrated with the company that's had to make decisions Nobody wants to lay anyone off ever. It's a horrible thing to do. It's incredibly stressful. It's incredibly upsetting. You get a stomachache. You want to throw up. It's a horrible thing to have to do. But we're all in this together. So you've got to think about serving your sisters and brothers. I agree. I think that people that serve during this time, people that 
go out of their way to tighten the reins and keep employees employed the best that they can. We totally understand. We have friends that had to lay 40, 50 people off on day one. Because I have a friend last night who I found had to go into work today and lay off 50 families. And she's doing so knowing she's probably next. I mean, it's just unthinkable. Yeah. Because everybody's in a different situation, every business, but we're all in this together because the whole world's going through. Because it's not like we're waiting for you know, some certain date or anything like that. There's a virus that's kind of, it has us all by the, all by the tail and just won't let us go. So the whole world's involved in this. All right. Let's talk about if you do qualify, and then we're going to talk to our MIA students. If you do qualify, what are your next action steps? So if you think you qualify, write these things down because you want to be in line and you want to be prepared as soon as they're ready to start taking these loans. You want to pull your payroll, which includes W-2 and 1099. What it does not include is vendors. So it doesn't include vendors that you've 1099. So it's actual employees. So W-2 employees and 1099 employees from these dates, February 15th, 2019 through February 15th, 2020. That's the year that they're going to be looking by. The other thing that you want to do is make sure that some people pay their health care right off their payroll. But if you don't, then you might have to go find what you paid in health care for that calendar year as well. And then usually retirement. So if people are paying a 401k or anything like that, it's built into their payroll. But if for some reason it's outside of your payroll, also pull that. I don't know if they're going to use all that, but that's what our people are telling us to do is to pull those. You can correct me if I'm wrong. They will not be looking at your revenue. Oh, no, no, no. They won't be. It has nothing to do with your revenue. This has to do with employee costs. Yes. So this is a bill that's been created to provide payroll protection so that we don't have to lay off millions and millions and millions more people. The one asterisk to that that I would put is that they might look at like, for instance, this isn't a company that has more or less than 500 employees, but a company like Zoom or Amazon or something like that, they wouldn't qualify for this anyway. But if you're like thriving in this, it might be difficult because you have to prove that that's where the funds were supposed to be going. Like you've lost funds and that's why it's You've happening. lost the ability to cover payroll. Pay- payroll is basically the way they're going to look for it. Somebody asked, does this also include life insurance? I have not heard life insurance because life insurance isn't like a necessity, but healthcare is. What they want to do is they want to make sure that employees have two things, money coming in and the ability to take care of themselves and their family via healthcare. Those are the two things that this package is supposed to you know, help. I always say, if you're calling yourself an entrepreneur, you have to get your foundation right. It's the stuff that's not sexy. It's the stuff that people don't want to do. It's the things that we teach. Because if you don't get your foundation right, you've built a house out of a deck of cards. And I don't mean that in any way that's disparaging or to be shameful, but just like, here's your wake-up call. This pause is a push for many of you to get your foundations in place. You don't deserve to call yourself an entrepreneur just because you're taking the money. You've got to do things the right way. You need to set yourself up to protect yourself. And that means for many of you who have been 
calling yourself entrepreneurs and business for yourself, but you're not paying yourself through your corporation, that's something that unfortunately this particular bill, there will be other ways that you'll be taking care of it seems, but this particular bill, the CARES Act is designed for people who are paying employees, which could be yourself. We pay ourselves as employees. So to answer that again, and then it is not based on revenue. It is not based on lost sales. It's based on the government offering protection to pay for payroll, payroll expenses. Yeah. And as long as you go use the money that is awarded to you via these, all these stipulations and everything that happens, as long as you use those funds for those things, rent to keep the lights on, employees to keep them employed, healthcare in case one of them gets sick, they have the ability to go get, you know, healthcare. If you pay those things, then that loan amount and you don't fire anybody or reduce them more than 25%, then that loan is not a loan anymore. It's a grant and it'll be forgiven. That's amazing. Again, it's based on two and a half times. So two and a half times, not your revenue, but what your expenditures are for these, specifically for payroll. Mm -hmm. So if we can give you just like really, really basic numbers, and I want you to take out a pen and a piece of paper and write this down, because if you're not great with numbers, if you can calculate stuff in your head, God bless you. That's why I married him. For me, I need to write it down. So let's do a little math together, but I want you to write it down. So let's assume that from February of 2019 to February of 2020, that you had a couple of part-time employees, one 1099, and in total- And you paid yourself. And you paid yourself. In total, it equaled $100,000, just so we keep things- For the, for the whole year. For the whole year, all employee costs. So now what do we do? So that's for 12 months. Now we're going to divide that by 12, got it? Which equals- eight three 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 three. So about $8,300. In your costs before taxes mm-hmm. per month. All right. So that's your monthly cost for employees and pay, including yourself, perhaps, and independent contractors or 1099s for the year. Okay. So that's what your monthly is. Now we're going to times that by two and a half, which is that amount 20,833. Now, remember, we did that based on a whole number. We did not take out taxes and they will be taking out taxes. So that right there is the highest, is the highest for sure. That it will not be that amount. I just don't know what the taxes are that they're going to take out. And guess what? Either does my CPA right now. I just got off the phone with them three minutes before I started this and he doesn't know exactly because it hasn't I'm been- still working on details. Yes, and so did B of A. So the, my three sources did not have that amount. Like they didn't And you've know. got sources high, high up. Yes. So they did not know those amounts. So what I'm guessing is between 20 and 25%. Irene and her husband own a home improvement business and they have five employees, but they also pay 1099s for their work. Are they eligible? I would say it seems as though. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not going to tell anyone like, yes, you're eligible. Yeah, you're eligible. Don't hold us responsible. Yeah. Come to us if it's, if it's not. <laughs> That's a- but we are doing our best to help you understand who is eligible, how to remain eligible, what this includes and what it's not. This is, has nothing to do with your earnings. All my employees are contract workers. They're contract workers, so they're not considered employees. Meaning they work for other companies too. Yeah, probably. they work for other people and, you know. 
Yeah, we don't don't want to answer the very specifics yeah. on that, but I, I definitely think that's worth contacting your CPA and getting in line. So even though your CPA today and your your representative at your bank may not have the answers today, just know in about a week's time, the list of people they have to call back is going to be as long as the line in Pennsylvania right now for free food. So you want to be at the top of that list. You want to be informed. You want to spend some time on Google. You want to download this app. You want to read through it yourself. You want to review and make sure that your foundation, how you set your foundation up. And you know, besides this, you need to contact your CPA if you haven't, because they've done all kinds of things where they've delayed the tax filing date, but you want to make sure if you're paying that you're you know, if you, if you have money coming in, you're still going to get that money. If you have money going out, they have deferring stuff with no interest. You need to get a hold of your CPA. I mean, if you haven't yet, that's another thing right down on your list, just about everything that you should be doing. Someone asked about how do you plan for worst case scenarios? You do that by thinking into the future, by thinking about, okay, where is my income coming from? Who are my customers? How are they going to be impacted long-term? The likelihood that of all of your customers, 50% of them will be unemployed is not that far off. Like that's not an outlandish estimation. It's very possible, very likely that we'll be at 30% unemployment, which means you have to anticipate that 30% of your customers today will be without jobs. And how will it impact them? What will they need? What will they be continuing to pay a premium for? And where will they be cutting back? Where will they be saying like, we can't do a a kitchen remodel right now. We don't need to pay for this expensive auto shipment of whatever it is you're shipping to them. You just have to anticipate that without fear, but just say, I have to expect that people, that my business, even if it hasn't been impacted today, it's going to be down at least 30%. Let's talk about how you serve your customers right now. Be creative. Think outside the box in ways you have never thought before. I talked to a studio owner yesterday who owns a small cycling studio. And many of the small cycling studios have rented out their bikes to people. I'm just going to give you this one very small example. I want to share the story with you so that you can start to apply whatever business you're in to think about how you can go outside the box. So the small studio shut down and many of the local cycling studios have rented out their bikes to patrons. All right. Well, if you've rented out your bike to patrons and let's say you have 50 bikes and you've rented out your bikes, well, that's one payment. Are you considering how you need to rent your bike for more than a month? Because the shutdown is going to last for more than a month. If you are charging for a bike and now you're doing your classes online, or let's say you own a gym and now you're doing your classes online. If you're just serving the local members who came into your club, you will be out of business in a month. That's not a business plan. That's a temporary eight-week or four-week fix. You need to start thinking globally. You need to start thinking, now is my opportunity to reach people in Peru, to reach people in Russia, to invite people around the globe to learn about my workout or whatever it is that you offer online. If you are a physical therapist, if you're a massage therapist, if you're a doctor, if you're someone who needs to see people in person and your business has not slowed, it's come to a halt. I want you to think beyond how can I serve my existing clientele to think how can I serve 
globally now. This could be your opportunity. But if you're just thinking about getting through the next eight weeks, you're not thinking far enough into the future and you'll likely be left behind. It is the people who think in terms of the future who will be taken care of. My Marketing Impact Academy students, I want to speak to you for just a moment. All right. This is a community that we have built over the course of the last nine years. The Marketing Impact Academy, you know, you can go into it right now. But if I'm being completely honest, there's a lot of things that we created in Marketing Impact Academy, even as recently as last month, which have changed based on the economy that we're in right now. There's advice and lessons that I was sharing with people just three weeks ago that's irrelevant now. Irrelevant. And we know that. So because of that, what we're asking all of you to do is to remember the investment because we are here for you. And we promised we would take care of you and that's what we're going to do. And here's what we need to do. We need to start back at the beginning together as a community so that we can inspire each other, so that we can come up with creative ideas together, so that you can look at everything from the foundation into the future with brand new eyes and a brand new perspective. Because likely what you were doing is not going to work in the same way. Even if you think I'm just going to buckle down and I'm going to go harder and I'm going to be more disciplined. Yeah, now I'm just going to do this, but I'm going to do it with more discipline. I'm, I'm just, I'm, now I'm not, I'm really not going to give up. I'm just going to work so hard. No, it's not just discipline and determination and more time. It's called rethinking everything. And we haven't had time or the foresight to be able to create that for you in advance. No one could have known this was going to happen. So what Brett and I are committing to doing for all of our Marketing Impact students is we're going to do this together live. And we're going to coach you a minimum of four additional times to get you through a new foundation. Now, we're setting up the dates and times and how we're going to get everybody together on a platform like this. But in order to make sure that you do not miss those notifications, it's incumbent upon you. So you need to jump in, log back in. Here's what your assignment is. Number one, MIA students. I will answer the question that some of you have asked on how do you become an MIA member right now? If you're already an MIA member though, this will not cost you anything additional, okay? But we want to help coach you through this. You, however, here's your action step, need to log into your account. You need to check your email settings and you need to make sure that you've accepted our emails as a regular contact. If you are not seeing our emails, check in your spam folder because we've been sending them this week and they might be landing in your spam folder. Anything kind of related to this crisis is going straight to spam. So it's really hard for us to communicate with you and, and work around that. So check your spam folders and click not spam and accept us as contact so that we can be in contact with you and let you know when our first coaching call is because a lot of this is going to be brand new from scratch doing it together as a community. Now, for those of you who reached out to us saying, because we were supposed to open up enrollment for new students and we decided to put a halt on that until we could get a handle on how we could help our existing customers. So I want to give you an update in that because I've been promising you would give you an update on those of you who have been waiting to get into MIA because number one, you've got the time right now. Number two, you know you need to do this. And number three, you realize that everything's different and you need someone to coach you through this process. All right. For those of you who've been on that waiting list, we are opening up MIA. 
but we've changed everything in the same way that you might need to change everything in what it is you offer to your customers. This is a time, if you have something that can help people, people have said to me, is it appropriate to sell? Is it appropriate to try to get people to sign up with me? Is it appropriate to offer whatever it is I offer? Here's the answer to that question. Yes, if it helps people. Is it appropriate to offer takeout service for people who are struggling to figure out how to feed their families because they don't have a kitchen in their studio apartment? Yes, it's appropriate. If what it is you offer helps people, it is more than appropriate. It's the right thing to do. And that's how we reached the decision collectively that it's the right thing for us to do. We, we did a Zoom call with every member of Team Johnson and said, is this the right thing to do to offer people Marketing Impact Academy right now? Or is that going to look insensitive? We have people begging for it right now who are upset that we didn't. So we are opening up Marketing Impact Academy, but we're doing so in a way that takes care of our brothers and sisters. We've never done this before in our history. The last nine years, we're offering it to you at more than half the price. So in the past, if you've looked, you probably know that that is a, at least a $23 to $2,500 investment for lifetime access. So here's what we're doing for those of you who are like, I need to do this right now, but I'm also worried about, about my finances. We've created a special link for you that's shaleen.com forward slash MIA private. But here's how it's different. You'll be able to be a Marketing Impact Academy member and coach through this with Brett and I and everybody else in this community immediately at $9.97. So that's more than half off the normal price. But that's not lifetime access. That gives you one year access. And that's how we're able to take care of the people who, who have made the full investment. It's how we're able to serve people who need it right now. And if at the end of a year, you're like, okay, now I want lifetime access, we will work with you then. You know, things are going to be very different a year from now. And we want to work with you if you want to continue to have access to the Marketing Impact Academy. Well, trust me, we will take care of you. We will offer that to you. And I know that some people right now can't afford a single payment of $9.97. That's almost $1,000. So in addition, what we've done is for the first time ever created a 12 payment option. So for $197, like basically you just make a payment today of $197 and you become a Marketing Impact Academy member. Just so you know, the very first coaching session that we're going to provide for you, our new members and our veteran members, is going to be focused on cash infusion. The first lesson that Brett and I are putting together is not going to be business-based because we recognize some of you right now just need to get additional cash and you need to think about that. So that's what we're going to focus on. We're going to focus on that first and then we're going to start to talk about how you need to pivot your business and how, what things look different today. You have to have faith. You have to take risks. You can't sit still and do nothing. That is the most dangerous thing that you can do. That's risky. I want you to think about the future. I want you to think about what your life looks like eight months from now. I want you to think about holding yourself accountable and having a group, a family, a team, myself and Brett, mentoring you through this process. We're going through it too. We're all doing it together. But we want to talk to you about the order in which you need to do things and how you need to very, very realistically look at your situation, especially those of you who have been calling yourself entrepreneurs, but you haven't set up your foundation. You're relying on selling someone else's products or services, and you don't know what's going to happen to that company, that supply chain, or the customers that you've been relying on. 
And I don't say that to scare you. I say that to say, wake up and take action, take control. And there's a lot of things that are outside of our control, but what you can do is prudent, with prudence, look into the future and forecast, what could I be doing eight months from now, three years from now? That's what we need to do together. There's a lot more we can be doing as brothers and sisters. And it starts with gratitude and it starts with selflessness. Stop thinking about yourself. Start thinking about others and this will all come together. I promise you. I love you guys. Thanks for being here. We'll see you soon.